Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? So yeah, like, talk about walks yourself. on the beach. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Welcome into another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast, where the trade is finally official. Kyrie Irving is a Boston Celtic. Gordon Hayward, both of them introduced uh, a couple days ago to the Boston media, to the national media. And uh, I got to say, it was weird. Am I the only one who thinks that? <laughs> I mean, it was a good <laughs> press conference. Good. It, was it was like, good. you know, it's the beginning of this brand new Celtics era. But, I mean, you had you had Kyrie Irving. Man, it looked like... He looked like a, a yeah. He's got to go to he's got to go to beer back, man. That's <laughs> man, just not. It looked like I don't know. I can't like, get used to it. It looked like a press conference when a, when a, a high school senior is announcing what college he's going to. That's what it felt like. <laughs> and then you have Gordon Hayward next to him. Who, I choose Boston. Who Gordon Hayward, of course, he always has that baby face, you know. And they're just like whispering to each other in each other's <laughs> ear. I'm like, what do you? Do you guys grew up together? You guys best buds now? Uh, well, it was, but it's great. I mean, if anything, they said all the right least, things. So. It's exciting, <laughs> but I mean, no, Kyrie had to shed the uh, the Cleveland beard. He's gonna grow a box. Okay. Yo, yo, Kyrie okay. looked like baby Randy Moss up there. That's what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, like Randy Moss. Like, yo, who like, is that? At Marshall. Straight it's cash, a, homie. Yeah. I'm like, yo, who is this dude? That's not Kyrie Irving. Oh, man. That's his cousin. Who is this dude? <laughs> That's part of LeBron's plan. He's just trading him. Our, his cousin is going to put uh, Kyrie in a Isaiah Thomas jersey. That's what his plan is. <laughs> but I did like the pictures of him in the actual uniform. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it just looked like it looked more official. This, this new face of the franchise. And he said all the right things. Like I said, you know. He's got Boston ties, though. You guys know that, right? Yeah. Well, we know that. We'll get into that. Cool, cool, I mean, cool. Papa Irving was in the building, uh, of course. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, Sean, why you do some research there? Not buddy. everybody knows it. Well, we're going to fill you in. All right. But before we go any further, this episode is sponsored by FanDuel. Football season right around the corner. Pat's, what are we, less than a week away now? Thursday. Preseason's over. It's time for fantasy football, and the best place to go for that is FanDuel. Head over to FanDuel.com slash Causeway. Get yourself signed up. Win some cash, and uh, you can switch up your team every single week. I signed up. Sean signed up. So all you have to do is sign up. Play against us week after week and win yourself some money. Yeah, it's real money, which is the best part. And you get paid every single week. So if you are in that season long league, you know, you don't have to wait till the end to get paid out. I can get paid once my team dominates on after Monday Night Football. That's my favorite thing about FanDuel. And last year, I actually won some real money. Even though I suck at fantasy football, I won. So you can win, too, man. You can be just like Sway. Sean. You got it, man. You got it, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible at fantasy yeah, football. If anyone's worse than fantasy football, it's Sway. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty bad. But FanDuel gives me that chance to hit the restart button every single week. Yep. And uh, it makes every single game much more exciting. Trust me. You don't want to miss out. Head over to FanDuel.com slash Causeway and get yourself signed up. Papa Irvin, he went to uh, Boston University. That's all you really need to know about that. And his number's retired, <laughs> That's too. the only ties he has in the city. That's awesome. But he was in the building, of course, and he's wearing the uh, exact same number that is retired at BU, his dad's number. Very number cool. Very cool. Yeah. Why well, you got to be a dick about it? I don't know, man. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's actually it's exciting to see them both sitting there. But you're right. Like, Why didn't we introduce Hayward back when we signed Hayward? That's because Danny had this planned all along. Like, that's what I... I don't know. It, there was supposed to be a press conference, and then it was just a, what, a conference call? That's it? Pretty much. It's ridiculous. Hayward should have had his time. Irving should have had his time. And then Hayward wants to come to Irving's press conference. That's fine. No, no. 
just seemed weird. Like they just like brought everybody on stage it's at the like, same time. It's like when when they announced uh, Aaron Baines, it was just a bunch of reporters in his face. It wasn't like, a <laughs> was legit you know, I mean, press conference that at all. That was weird. You know what's weird, It's too? Aaron Baines, though. It's oh, fine. Know, you don't even need a press conference Aaron Baines. <laughs> no, but just, no, no, no. No, but you no one's getting wet about Aaron Baines, no, right? You, you got you to you look at it like this, though. <laughs> I mean, we, we went down. I went down to the practice facility, and there was like a camp going on. There's, you know, of course, the, uh, the actual gym that's not too far from the facility. And then there's just like a, like, a, a hallway and Aaron Bain is just like, Hey guys, Hey, over here. It's over here, guys. Like no one knew where it was. Everyone's running around. Like, yeah. is it down there? Are we going to do it? Are we going to wait for this camp to finish? Oh wait, no, here comes Aaron Baines. Uh, yeah, it's, he's down the hall right there. He just like, stops. There's like eight people standing there. <laughs> right here. will do. Aaron was like, so any questions? Just standing <laughs> in the hallway. With I'm his, a Celtic with his towel and whatnot. It's like, okay. Yeah. And it's funny because Gordon Hayward, when, when he signed with the Celtics, it's a completely different team, right? I mean, you, Avery Bradley. Yeah. Avery Bradley was still there. Jake Crowder was still there. Isaiah Thomas, the guy who helped recruit him, I know, was still a, a member of the Boston Celtics. And, and big shout out to Hayward too, because he actually gave pro, gave props to it. Yeah, you know. And, well, and looking back on you it, would have thought too, that would have been awkward, but it wasn't. He looking back on it too, they probably would have had Isaiah Thomas and him sitting in the press conference together <laughs> when they introduced him. You didn't want to go through two of them. So did Danny know he was going to trade it the entire time? Conspiracy. Dude, conspiracy. No, it's not a conspiracy. Uh, Fuck out of here. But why (laughs) was it weird? They were like acting very strange. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was. Okay, this is why I I think it was weird. For for starters, I mean, I don't think when the the Southerners signed Gordon Hayward, I don't think people assumed that he was going to be, you know, one of those guys who's like groundbreaking as like Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, right? I mean, it, it was a great signing. I want to say it was a bit more exciting than the Hayward signing, or excuse me, the uh, Horford signing, but we were kind of like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll see how this team develops with him next to IT. Adding Kyrie Irving there, of course, sort of put him in the shadow. And we talked about that last episode, right? We talked about how the pressure is more on him than Hayward, but I think the reason why it was it was weird was, one, Hayward, I mean, uh, Irving looks different. I mean, the face, like, he looks like a, it looks like, he doesn't even look like when he was a rookie. He looks like Duke version of <laughs> Kyrie Irving. No, he looks like 12 year old Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah. And then you have, you know, Danny Ainge up there and everyone sort of just like, which around, was cool. Which, which was, was cool. cool. It was, it was great. It was obviously an historic moment because this is, these two guys are going to be the faces of this team to bring in this new era. But, I mean, let's face it, people in the back of their mind are thinking about Isaiah Thomas. Like, man, it's still new. Yeah. Well, it's I still think- new. People had to be done, but at the same time, it's something feels it feels a little wrong, a little bit. No, a little bit. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think this sits well with a lot of people because of the, because of how it went down, and now you know reports are coming out, and then that report dropped the same day as the press conference. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that's crazy. And he's going to be out possibly till the All Star break. Till the All Star. Jesus. Break. And you know what? If I'm it and Cle- I, you get traded to Cleveland, and then Cleveland brings you through the ringer and says, no, it's not a good enough package. We want something else from the Boston Celtics and puts him in limbo for two weeks or a week. I would say, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not risking my contract right. year to help you if you couldn't even just – if I wasn't good enough to trade Kyrie Irving for it. You know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah. a smack in the face, yeah, man. How awkward is that press conference going to be in Cleveland? I, my guess is they're probably just going to – like, I don't know. No, they have to have a press they conference. They have to. Yeah. They have to. Okay, when is it going to happen? I doubt it. I doubt it. Picture him sitting next to Zizich and Jay Cryer is just like not even paying attention. Just like, <laughs> no, I mean, think about it. What's, <laughs> what's going to happen? Jay's he's had a rough get, time with IT's, everything he's dealing with. IT's probably like, I don't want a press conference. He's going to go sit there and reporters are just going to drill him and drill him and drill him about the hip. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. why would you put him through that? And, I, how, and how he felt about being traded. Traded from still, Boston. Yeah, he's still salty about, about yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't still, want, he's not happy about it. What, I, what I'm still waiting for is for a LeBron James to do the, you know, the, the politically correct route and go, hey, IT, welcome to Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, no one from this team is, has, accepted has said anything yeah, about I, it. Kevin Love hasn't said anything. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, I know, you know it's Kevin Love. I, of course, you're in the shot of LeBron James. But, like, you would think somebody from Cleveland would say, hey, Welcome to our squad. I'm excited to work with IT. There's been nothing out of that camp. Yeah, I think I I oh, it seems like Cleveland's sort of like, why would we do this? Like the probably the team is saying, LeBron, why did you have to screw this relationship so much that we had to blow up our squad? Right. And like not only blow up our squad, but we had to then trade with Boston. We hate these dudes. Like now yeah. we have I know it's a business and probably they're friends like off the court and stuff, but like J.R. Smith and Jay Crowder are definitely aren't friends. Hmm. Uh, IT and whoever else is, you know. It and LeBron probably aren't the best of friends. 
So it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, they, they, LeBron did this to Cleveland, and now I think you're going to see a lot of backlash happening. Well, there was a, there was a report that, that LeBron and Tyron Lue were on board with the whole trade mm-hmm. until they found out further about his injury. About well, they're stupid. He missed uh, the Eastern Conference Finals against you. Yeah. You knew he was injured. Yeah, yeah, like, and then yeah. everything came out where, is he going to have surgery? Is he not? If you're trying to trade for the guy, understand he's got a hurt hip. And we've been saying that. Derek, we've been saying that. Jose Calderon to the rescue, guys. Uh, Derek Rose and Jose <laughs> Calderon. Oh, it's a great backcourt. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, you're going to see some... I mean, I'm happy that IT's holding out. I hope he holds out the entire year. Hope well, it's a little setback. It'll be great. Well, can we talk about uh, how Kyrie Irving started off the press conference? How? Shouting out Isaiah Thomas. Yep. And Jay Crowder. Yeah. Because he's a good dude. Kyrie's a weird, but good dude. Like, he's <laughs> he's not stupid. Who, who would have thought that he would be the first one to shout them out as a guy who just played for Cleveland? Members of the Cleveland Cavaliers team haven't said a peep about it. Because IT. he knows. He knows the fans out there are like, ah, man, I love IT and I love Crowder. but I'm Kyrie. And then so he just mends that bridge right then and there. It's, well, I it's think, a professional well, thing to do. Yeah, I, think he, I think he set the tone saying that, like, yo, there is life outside of basketball right. that no one really talks about when it comes to these situations. It's always like they got personal beef, Isaiah. I mean, uh, Kyrie and, and LeBron, and that's why that didn't work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Kyrie was more like, look. He, he he tiptoed around it. He tiptoed around that. Right never away. never said. Yeah. He never mentioned demanding a trade. He was just like, I'm you know I made a decision mm-hmm. and it was wasn't basketball related and you know I'm here for a fresh start. But before I before the Kyrie Irving era begins here in Boston, hey, my heart goes out to Jay Crowd and his family because uh you know Jay Crowder's mother passing away on the day he got traded. By yeah, the way. that's fucked yeah. up. I got the quote right here um, that Joel's alluding to. It was my time to do what was best for me in terms of my intentions, and that's going to, and that's going after something bigger than myself and being in an environment that was conducive to my potential. So I think that's sort of what you what he meant there. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I want to get the fuck out of Cleveland. Dude. I'm that's tired what of being under yes. the bronze shadow. I need to go to a place where I can, you know, reach my full potential. But he didn't want to say it in, the, in that way. In that way, and yeah. he went on to say um, that statement is self-explanatory because it's pretty direct in terms of what my talent is. And that's to be happy with a group of individuals that I can grow with. And, of course, so everyone, before they even started asking questions like, oh, what do you mean by that? He goes, that's not a knock on anything that has transpired in my six years with Cleveland because that was an unbelievable ex- experience. Me leaving there wasn't about basketball. It was more or less about creating that foundation with me in Cleveland and now taking the next step as a 25-year-old, yes, evolving as a man, man, and being the best basketball player I can be. Hell yeah. This is going to be a wild ride with Kyrie, man. I got a good feeling, dude. Mm. I got a great feeling. I mean, just hearing that stuff, like... So, you know, if this trade didn't go down, you you didn't want to extend Isaiah this summer? If this trade didn't go down, you have to extend Isaiah this summer. Next so, summer. No, but you this summer, though. But if he's out to the All-Star break? If he's out to the all-star break? No, yeah. if he's injured, you can't extend Isaiah this summer. No, but no, no, you're saying next summer. Next oh, no, summer. I, I actually no, I was actually saying this summer because there was a lot. We no, we argued Kyrie, a lot. Of, we, we argued Kyrie a lot about that. We'll sign an extension this summer. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I'm talking about Isaiah. Like we got into it a lot this season, talking about like, oh no, Isaiah yeah. has to be extended. But this summer, I'm talking about 2017. Yeah, I think before the hip, yeah, I would have signed I would have extended him this summer. If he didn't have the hip injury, if if Isaiah didn't have the hip injury, First off, who knows what would happen in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Um, more, more the same. Second off, you probably would have, you probably wouldn't have traded for Kyrie Irving if you had a healthy Isaiah Thomas, and if you wanted to ex- extend him. I mean, things just work out funny ways, man. They sure I do, just, you know. I just, I <laughs> yeah. just wish that trade. I just wish this trade happened. That's my hot take. Before they <laughs> got rid of Amy, before they got rid of Amy Bradley, that would have. I think that back yeah, would have been, been fantastic. But well, now you got Marcus. Marcus is going to step into that role. I have a good feeling about Marcus Smart this year. Well, speaking of Amy Bradley, Danny Ainge actually had a conversation with Comcast New England. And he talked about how he says the the projected caps room was the biggest reason why they had to trade Avery Bradley. But what I don't understand is that the difference was about three to four million of what they were expected. I don't see how you could fit Avery Bradley in there unless he means what? No, no Baines and no Morris. Yeah. They, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just, yeah. I feel like, yeah, but that, that's, I feel I mean, like the time talking about Avery Bradley. What was the, what was the, what was the, did he say a price that he wanted to pay for Avery Bradley? I feel he like didn't say timing. a price. He uh, just said that 99 million, 
and he was expected it to be one hundred and three. Oh yeah. yeah, no, it didn't go up. The cap didn't go up as much as much as people right. thought. So because he said it that jumped. That's the reason why they they had to they had to trade Bradley. So I'm guessing what he means by that is what they were going to cut Hayward's pay a bit and to make space for him. I no, I don't see they how have that to figure wiggle some way out of it. Yeah, I, I think. Well, he didn't get into detail about it, but he said that that was. The the ultimate that was ultimately why they had to trade. Him, oh, I bro. get it, but you have into a certain like date or deadline before your roster becomes like official. Hmm. So I felt like he might have rushed that A.B. Bradley thing. Not that I'm saying that you know, oh, we definitely knew that Kyrie was coming to Boston, but I don't know. I felt like that was no. Nah, I mean, you wanted to get Hayward in though. That because the two biggest things that happened this offseason happened and then didn't happen for a little bit, right? When we signed Hayward, it was like well, even before oh, that, the the draft trade. I mean, yeah. oh, like, the draft trade, yeah, yeah. yeah. I you mean, were it, it was you didn't like that at all. No, nah. well, I'm just saying <laughs> the way it dragged out though. When we traded, yeah. we traded the draft pick and it was just done, yeah. right? But wait, Hayward signed, and then I was like, wait, nothing's been completed yet. Like uh, we had to wait uh, that out. Right. I just announced we had to that wait he was that out. Sign, yeah. yeah, and then Kyrie gets traded. It's official. Wait, no, nah, maybe oh, it's Hayward not so traded, official. And then Kyrie, and then more. Yeah, right. But what about what about craziest offseason? I can well, remember. Well, well, no, let, me yeah. th- let me throw this. In. What about not, Morris? Right. What about Morris? What if he's convicted? Him and his brother are convicted. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you could throw that, that in there too. I know, but is that, does that trade? But I'm stay just the saying. Same, I'm just saying. Why? All I'm trying to say is why is. Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. Why did it happen, and then it didn't happen? Almost like it, it's sort of offsetting a little bit. Like yeah. everything I mean, else, Paul George got traded to OKC. It was done. Like yeah. Chris Paul went to uh, Houston. Yeah, that was just done. There was no like weird. Oh, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Jimmy, What's this going on? Like Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy to Minnesota. Minnesota yeah. Yeah. Paul, yeah, Paul George. All these major moves happen with no flaws in it. Danny Ainge makes two major moves, and both of them have like. Some weird thing about it where, hold on, we got to make a trade to fit Gordon under that cap. Uh, now we got to add another second round pick. Why? That's weird, right? Yeah. Just with Boston? Yeah. I think, I think if he officially signs and you don't trade Avery Bradley, I don't think, I don't think Hay- Hayward's going to be like, oh, his camp or whoever's in charge of the cap is going to be like, wait, 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 hold on. He can't officially sign because, yeah. you know, money wise, it doesn't work. I mean, how many how many of the rookies did he sign just like that? Yeah. And like in a span of two or three days. Yeah. And it's funny because now that we're what a week away from or a week removed from the initial trade, now you look at it, you know, after the IT report, now you're looking at it as like, wait a minute. So now it almost looks like IT is like the frosting on the cake, right? Because now it's like, well, the maybe the Cleveland Cavaliers that what 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 drew them to actually make this deal happen. Was the pick the Brooklyn pick, obviously, because yeah. they don't know what's gonna happen with LeBron next year. Yeah, and you have someone in Jay Crowder who can a lockdown defender who can help you right away. You have someone that can guard Kevin Durant, who can you know be those be that guy to give you valuable minutes while LeBron James is on the bench resting. Well, I think and, the whole and the Celtics it, have an extra roster spot now, <laughs> and you got a project. You got Ante Zizic, you know. Wait, he's a project. <laughs> I wish people could see Sean's face right now. <laughs> he's a project. Hey, he got ZJ, yeah. Hey, no, ZJ was LeBron nothing leaves, but contract fodder. But that's if, it. if LeBron leaves, oh, you're gonna build around ZJ, dude. No, that's what you're trying to no, say. No, I'm saying all of a sudden, I'm out of here with ZJ. All of a sudden, trade Aaron Baines for ZJ, man. All of a make sudden, nothing when, happens. If LeBron leaves, Jesus. all of a sudden they're like, hey, let's wait a couple of years, see what happens with this guy. See what happens with ZJ. Maybe he's the next. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Bender? No, I don't know. Ilgoskis? Uh, yeah, Zedrunas. And you have, we didn't even mention it, now you got a 2020 second round pick to sweeten up the deal to, that that completed this whole thing. All that for fucking that, like all this First back and forth bullshit. 2020. It was so big that we didn't even mention it. What are we, 15 minutes into this podcast? We yeah. haven't even brought it up. I did, it was dumb. That, that hostage situation where Cleveland tried to like be tough and be like, no, we're not doing this deal. Oh, we, we got we got Milwaukee on the phone. Oh right yeah, now. yeah. Oh no, you you want, want Kyrie to come back there? You think Kyrie's gonna play back there? So we right. want Jason. And yeah, we want Jalen. Get the fuck out of here. And, I, and I, one of those other first round picks that you have for the you know in between now and the next three four seasons. And what about Milwaukee too? If you're the, the Milwaukee fuck? Bucks, you're not gonna throw in a first round pick for Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Oh, but what was Milwaukee even offering? So the report Brogdon. Out of, yeah, out of ESPN Middleton? With, with Brogdon Middleton, and that was it. That's it. So they were. Like, you're not going to throw in a pick there after you you just saw everyone, the whole nation just saw what the Celtics put on the table. You can't put your first round pick in there. And, and also, and also, if Cleveland took that deal, they would be stupid. Yeah. That first round pick is going to be, if it's this year's first round pick in Milwaukee, it's going to be like a mid round pick. Yeah, because you got Kyrie the Brooklyn Irving's pick. Boost their roster. Yes, right. the Brooklyn pick is is what I think. Obviously, that had to be the first thing on the table. And then Cleveland wanted to keep it competitive, so instead of going with younger guys. 
they went with Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder. I mean, yeah. it, they they need to take advantage of having LeBron there, but they also have a backup plan for when LeBron leaves, which he will leave. But I, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland values more of this pick than anything else. Yeah, which yeah. is which is the stupid part about yeah. why you're not going to get anything better out there. So the fact that Danny Ainge was probably just like, shut oh, the knew. fuck up, take this second they round they, pick. They knew. Just they knew. stop it. You can't. You can't bamboozle. A bamboozler. Yeah. <laughs> and that, right. Ain't that the truth, Joel? <laughs> you said it. You, yeah, you said it right. You know? You can't. <laughs> I can't. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> and I, what's I, that from? No, uh, what's that movie with uh, Paul Rudd and uh, Role Models? Oh, Role oh, Models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bullshit. You can't bullshit a bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I can't say enough about Danny Ainge, though. I mean, you flip these Brooklyn picks, and look what you have to look what you have to show for it. You got, so you let's got talk two, about it, yeah. You got two great prospects in Jason Tatum and, and, and uh, Jalen Brown. Brown. You have Kyrie Irving, because this deal doesn't happen without him, right? right? You signed two big free agents in Gordon Hayward and Al Horford, a.k.a. thank you, Isaiah, because those guys wouldn't even think to, about coming to Boston if it wasn't mm-hmm. for him. And the Isaiah trade, the biggest steal I can— Think I can of all time. Can we yeah. say that the biggest deal of all time? You traded Marcus Thornton in what a second rounder? Yeah, just because the Phoenix Suns is uh, what is it three point guard, three headed point guard, three headed point who guard. I didn't work. I mean, who saw that one coming? You got, capitalized they, on they that. They got rid of two good point guards at the time, right? For like nothing. So Phoenix. <laughs> so remember, leading into last year's draft, there was this. We we brought up the topic. Did. Is Danny Ainge on the verge of screwing up the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett trade, right? Because yeah. he wasn't taking, he wasn't pulling the trigger on any right. deals, right? Yeah. He wasn't cashing in on these assets. So, saw, like we talked about last episode, right. you saw Paul George leave, you saw Jimmy Butler leave, yep. and the and the players that were given up for those guys, right? It was like nothing. close to nothing. And then he's right. cousins, same thing. Yeah, so, cousins. That was the so, first one. Yes or no? Did Danny Ainge get everything out of that Brooklyn deal? Absolutely. 100%, but there's a little luck in there, right? A, li- a lot of luck. <laughs> Who could have predicted that Kyrie Irving was going to ask for a trade? Who yeah. could have predicted yeah. that uh, Jason Tatum seems to be one of a, a good prospect and also yeah. Jalen Brown coming out of nowhere in the second half of the year showing that he actually has a lot of potential, right? right? And, and, and Sean was pissed because he didn't trade for DeMarcus Cousins. I was a little surprised to see the Jimmy Butler deal go down, what they gave up. So, but so, if the Celtics were to make one of, one of those deals – they don't. They're not in play for Kyrie Irving. I think they still could be in play for Kyrie Irving, but money wise, though, if I, you're signing Gordon Hayward, prop, well, you're, you're you're booked. Okay, That's but let's it. let's even say let's even say forget about the cap for a second. Okay, would you rather have Tatum, Irving, and uh, Brown as for those three pretty much three draft picks, three players, right? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather have like a combo of Demarcus Cousins and Jimmy Butler? Because you probably could have done both those trades with just those three draft picks. If you went after DeMarcus Cousins first and then put a first-round pick out for Jimmy Butler, I mean, well, the main even though right now I think this sets us a lot better up for the longer term. Yeah, that, that, that was, right? was going to be my point. Yeah, You're, You have uh, a better shot of developing sure. you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown versus – Trying to re-sign sure. DeMarcus Cousins or right. Jimmy Butler. But, I mean, it is it is something. Even, to, Paul, even Paul George. It's an interesting thing to look at it, right? We're going to then, that biggest trade in Celtics history, we're still waiting to see if Danny Ainge was able to make it a positive for the Celtics. Because let's be honest, if Tatum and Brown aren't studs, then what? Then what are you looking at, right? Yeah, I mean, we still have to wait to see how they play in the NBA and what they what they yeah, grow because, into. But because Ainge's Ainge's you know reputation or his when it comes to drafting, it's it's sketchy. At yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you got Kyrie Irving, which is huge. Like how many play, how huge. many how many players has he drafted in his and his tenure here in Boston? What's it like? I think it's like over twenty, over thirty players. Only only one All Star, Rajon Rondo. Right. Yeah, that's but it. But. Mm. Yeah, that's he, true. It's one hundred percent true, yeah, though. No, it's true, but it's not like he was drafting in the top ten. Every he year. was. He probably fifty percent of the time he's been drafting, he's no, been in the top ten. Fifty percent, the six years of the big three. Let's think of their top. Well, that's what I'm it, saying. But it, okay, okay. Prior to that, though. all right. So though, even even if they weren't drafted in the top ten, but there's players that they let slip. They picked Fab Mello, yeah, you know, the soul over Jimmy Butler, <laughs> over Jimmy Butler. <laughs> For a second, I was like, "Why are you saying? Why are you oh, saying? Oh, he died. <laughs> yeah. He died." All right, um, yeah. Fab. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just, that's all, all I'm saying, there's a lot of there's a lot Jordan, of misses. You missed on you yeah. Know, there's a lot of misses. Jordan Johnson, Kelly Olynyk, over like Andre Jordan, um, Greek freak. I mean, think of think of the, the draft picks he made 
prior to the big three, too. Not very good. The only player out of there, James Al Young, Jefferson, sorry, James, James Young. Young. Yeah, RJ. RJ, right? I mean, these, and, and you know what? It's not that, you're right. Some of it was draft, you know, where yeah. he where he was drafting. But at the same time, the fact that he's had so many draft picks Scouts, and he's been the scouting, longest scouting tenured. Too. He can trade. He can't draft. So that was like one of my things that I was a little bit worried about yeah. with the three draft picks. And I still go back to it. Like, even though Jalen Brown seems like he's making those right. strides, right? Even though Tatum looked really good in the offseason, in that, the summer league, you being, still have to. He, You're telling me that Danny Ainge hasn't drafted an all-star other than John Rondo, and now we just drafted two back-to-back all-stars, which I think we're all sort of putting our money in that hat, right? They're, they're, getting, they're getting thrown into the deep end this season. And that's it. They're there. That's sink or swim. They're there. So. But, I, I mean, Danny has done other things, which I'm, you know, obviously – the Hayward thing couldn't happen if they didn't make that trade because, you know, start tanking and building up. Horford wouldn't have been, been here if they didn't, you know, build it up. So he's he's done a good job. But in this trade, the Paul Pierce-Kevin Garnett trade in like a a, a, a... a box. A box, yeah. Just this trade only. We're trusting a lot on Danny Ainge's draftability. I mean, Kyrie Irving... Or flipping, you'd probably, or flipping those assets. I so. mean, truthfully, though, like you'd probably trade Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett for Kyrie Irving straight up, yeah. no problem. But the fact that he got the three first-round draft picks unprotected, like that's like going to the casino with like a million and just being like, hey, let me try to win some money and yeah. putting it all on red just to see if I'm going to yeah, draft I mean, the guy. Angel, you know? Angel's asked you know, about the first-round pick. Yeah, that went to Cleveland. He's like, we do. We just think that a player like Kyrie Irving is worth that. Yeah, no, and I think it is. I think it is. Also, it could be the number one pick in the draft. I don't know. I mean, at least top three. Top three, right? Whatever. But I don't trust Danny Ainge. I get you. I still still don't trust Danny Ainge. For some people, a lot goes into these assets in terms of draft picks, right? Mm -hmm. They're just like, just draft, right? But. How many players has he drafted already that we still haven't seen play? You could have traded Jalen Brown easily for DeMarcus Cousins, and you could have a squad of DeMarcus Cousins and Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward right now on the team, and Al Horford. You could easily have that right now. Yeah, but then I know you earlier you said, without thinking about contracts, but now. But you could I mean, squeeze Cousins. For, for this year. Cousins and, for this year, you're I, good. But yeah. after that, though? No, yeah, that would be a run for this year. I'm just saying. Or like last year, Cousins on the team with Isaiah Thomas. I mean, that would have been – I'm just – he was very hesitant, and he trusted his drafting, which is weird for me because there's not a lot of there's not a lot to go on on that. Like Marcus Smart being the sixth overall pick, yeah, he's a good role player, but yeah. But if we're talking about this draft, though, if I had to guess, I'm gonna say this was probably his favorite prospect since he's been okay since he's got the job. Okay, I mean, how much? How I much? mean, how much did we know about him before the summer league? Though I don't think everybody yeah, was like Tatum's yeah, gonna yeah. be a stud. Yeah. Tatum's gonna be a stud yeah. right after the draft. I mean, you saw him in the summer league. You saw what you see. You saw what you saw. But yeah, but, but Sway's mock draft was pretty on point though. <laughs> like sure. top fifteen. No, this is so. for the past three years. He's yeah. basically Danny Ainge. <laughs> yeah. Predicted Jalen Brown and Jason yeah, Tatum. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So then, how much stock? And Sway sucks at fantasy basketball too. <laughs> So I don't know. Hey, He's an horrible draft. It has nothing to do with mock drafts. <laughs> you draft. Yes, you do. You draft and no, you have to pick the best talent. Yeah, you're, you're like you're drafting college players, though. It's not sure. It's not it's already NBA. <laughs> Fanduel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but how much stock? How much? How much were were was? Everyone's so excited about the Celtics finally getting the number one pick. I hear and you. And he flips it just like that. Just yeah. like and that's an afterthought. That. Yeah. That's an afterthought. Just like that. <laughs> Mark Well, it's baby. certainly an afterthought because think about it. If he takes Tatum at one. And then he but uses that, and then he uses the Brooklyn pick to get Irving. You're all out of picks. Yeah, but you, at least this this some, yeah. in, in this scenario, you, you have still to look got forward a Philly to. pick. Yeah. Maybe, everyone assumed, but everyone assumed that Markel Fultz was going to be the guy here in Boston. I know. If you if you make that, so so what? It's if, it's weird how it did work out because if you make if Danny Ainge does draft Markel Fultz, then the backcourt is a little it's crowded, crowded, crowded. Yeah, but hey, not only that, but then. And then everyone, everyone's saying, well, who's the, who's the point guard? Who's running the point? Everyone's saying a lot of questions. You probably had to trade. Oh, you, you probably had to trade IT at that point at some point. Oh, anyway, no, I was, was going to say, uh, that makes Marcus Smart expendable, right? I would, say, like, I would say if you drafted Fultz, you, you probably would have had to trade IT, and you would have gotten less value for IT because they knew you, had to, you would have to trade him. All right, before we get into in case you missed it, let's talk about the roster because I want to talk. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on the, the balance because I, I think it's pretty balanced. I mean, you look at last year. Very zen. Remember there was like 12 guards. You know what I mean? Like in this, mm. <laughs> for this roster, um. it's 
Now, this roster is balanced, but there's a lot of question marks on the defensive end, right? We have question marks on the defensive end. Okay. And we have question marks in the rotations, right? I mean, who's going to be, like you said, we don't know what Tatum's going to be as a professional. We don't know if Jalen Brown's going to take that next step. But what we also don't know is Kyrie Irving's playmaking abilities, right? right. I mean, he's sort of been able what? to hide his playmaking abilities. Like, who? He's been, he's been able to hide... He's been able to hide a Don't, bit. Don't Kyrie Irving is not going to be a problem for playmaking though. Not at all. When he was next to LeBron, James, not at all. He has to be a playmaker, Sean. Oh my he God. has to be. He, I mean, we talked. We talked about this after after the initial. Let's trade. face it. The playmaker of that team the last like, three years was a, LeBron James. Yeah, it's, sure. a question, it's a question mark because we saw what it could do, right? Given the talent around him, and but we've never seen Kyrie. But listen, I don't. I I do the highly, same thing. Kyrie will pick up a bulk of the scoring that IT has left off, which is needed. I say, then, he, I say he put up the same numbers as what, IT. Yeah, I think, yeah, whatever you get out of him playmaking-wise, he points. can run the Excuse offense. Me, he, you've seen him when LeBron's out of the game, Kyrie's mm, running the offense. That's in spurts, though. But listen to this, though. Uh, your boy, Nick Wright, brought up some good points. How my, He's not my boy. I'm being sarcastic because <laughs> you can't stand the guy. He made up a good point. He said that if you look at the numbers. He's not my boy. If you look at the numbers, they don't look so great. Sure, because he's when playing LeBron's with, on the bench. He's playing and with Della Dova and no, no, whoever. No, no, but listen to this though. In those scenarios, what what's what what do teams usually do when LeBron James is on the bench? They put their best players on the bench. So he's pretty much going up against teams, you know, second, third option nah, guys. I don't, I don't think that's true. They and don't the put numbers, their best player the on the numbers, bench. They put their guy who's trying to guard LeBron on the bench. That's usually their best player, or or one of their best players. I don't know. I think Kyrie's. There's that a, there's is a not draw, a question there, mark. There's a drop if off. If there are question was, marks when he's on team, this roster, when LeBron James is on the floor, there's a drop off. If there are question marks on this roster, Kyrie isn't one of them. It's I'm not. talking about playmaking. Yeah, I think I think playmaking. Yeah, I think you guys are out of your mind. It, it it's a legit it's a legit concern. Is he a better? Is he equal defender as Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, but we're not talking about defending. He's okay, hold on, hold on. Is he equal playmaker as only because he's Isaiah tall, Thomas? Only because he's taller in terms of like defense. That's it. That's the only you're, difference between him and and Isaiah defensively. You're not. There's no drop off. There's no drop off. You're just going to get a little. I think a little more creativity in the offensive end. You're going to get a little more size. It's just and and you get younger. It there's there's no drop off. Stop trying to put something on Kyrie that I don't think is going to be a problem. Okay, how I much get, I get it. I get how it. much of a how much of an impact did did you, would you say Avery Bradley made on both ends of the floor next to it? Avery Bradley made a big difference. A big difference. He's not. He's not on the team anymore. Okay. If you want to say that, that's fine. Don't say Kyrie's playmaking ability is a question mark. No, though, no, it's I'm not. saying that the, the two the two coincide with yeah, each other. They do. How but many listen, times? How many times you had Avery Bradley to, listen, to dish out and knock down jump shots? How much? I how think much, that was overlooked. How much was Isaiah Thomas forced to have the ball in his hands because Avery Bradley can't bring the ball up the court? I Avery Bradley can't run an offense. Yeah, but I'm talking about him finding his guys. I'm talking about him dishing out to Avery Bradley. Okay. having Crowder in the corner. You to have knock down Gordon threes. Haywood. You have Marcus Morris. You have Marcus Smart. You have Al Horford. You're good. There's spots. There people will be open. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, whatever. I feel confident about two of those guys you just mentioned. Okay. Gordon Hayward. So, you don't feel confident about Kyrie Irving? No, I'm talking about him dishing out to guys. What are you talking about? I'm talking about him having the ball and having options. So you you Gordon Hayward. You think this team has an offensive problem then? No. By losing Avery Bradley? I'm talking about turnovers because obviously we're not going to see a great defensive team, at least out of the gate. So if there's a lot of turnovers and there's, there's someone who and Kyrie Irving who's never been in this position before who he's struggles been a point at guard all plays. his life though he's been a point guard all his life yeah but how how many times has he been successful as a point guard minus someone like LeBron James on his on his squad that's what he's trying to say I'm just saying out of the gate we, we may see we have okay it's gonna take a while for these guys to match I get what you're saying like how many that, times has he been successful as the man hold on as the I get as what the you're saying a team you can't look at his pre LeBron years because every Buddy around him on that team was terrible. Sucked. No, I agree. Okay, I right, agree. Right. That's so why. I, that's why okay. I haven't brought up those now numbers. You have LeBron. You, you had LeBron, right? So LeBron was there, and he was second fiddle. But now you put him on a team that does not suck. He's still the man, but there's plenty of talent around him. Yeah, but where this is that is LeBron n- production coming in this, this side? Is, this on is this end of, uh, of this, on the Celtics team. This is. It doesn't matter. You don't need a LeBron production. You got Gordon Hayward, who will put up. Not LeBron numbers, 20, but comparable. Twenty, you're going to get production from him. Okay, right? I think, truthfully, we're we're barking down the wrong tree here, barking up the wrong tree. I think that's what you say. Unless you're on top of the tree. <laughs> Unless know. you, yeah, depends right. on where you are. The tree. Right, you're right. Cool. Great, great point. I think the question mark to go with what you're saying 
The veterans on this team, I think, will be fine. It's the rookies and what impact you got to rely on the rookies. So Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Well, yeah, of course. That goes without saying. But that's where what I'm, what I'm saying is that these I think we're overlooking that Kyrie's never been in this position before. All right. And I guess, you know what? We that can, that and, and because of the, the, the talent surrounding him, let's face it, even though there's there's a there's some veterans other than Al Horford, who else has been like deep into the playoffs? Who else has been on a 50 win team? Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, they didn't win 51. Did they win 50? It was like 48, 49, yeah, it was 50. Close. Yeah, they 45. were the fifth seed in the stacked Western Conference. I mean, that was that was a pretty good season for him last year. All right, no, okay. And I think he showed last year that he can take over a game when he needs to. Not every single night, but when he's asked to, he can take over the game. And big spots in the playoffs. So, I, I don't know. I think we can we can wait and see on Kyrie Irving because to your, both of your points, yes, we've seen him with the best player in the NBA, and we've seen him with... The worst players in the NBA. The worst He's team. never had a team that was built around him with talent surrounding him. Like just him. We have to wait and see how he responds. We just can't him. predict it. There's no there's no track record you can go off that's comparable. Just his backcourt running mates have changed almost like every single year he's yeah. been in the league. From Deion Waiters to Jared, <laughs> Jared Jack. Remember that? Remember, Jared remember, Jack, remember, yeah. remember there was a time when, yeah. when, when the debate was, well, you got the Splash Brothers out west. Well, what about the East? Who's the best? Backcourt in, in the East. Oh, wow. Deion Waiters and uh, Kyrie Irving. That lasted, what, a month? Before LeBron was like, yeah, this guy's got to go. I did. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah this guy, we, we yeah, don't need him. He's got to go. To add to my point. So, Jared Jack. J.R. Smith. Yeah. No, it, it's like, been it's, a revolving it's been, door. It's been different. And now he's going to play with Jalen Brown. We're assuming Jalen Brown, you know, as a two or whatever, whoever they're going to they're choose to be his his running mate. So, it's like. I think you got to put Marcus there, but, I mean, that's just me. Yeah. Marcus coming off the bench this year? What do you think? Yeah. But he'll finish games. Hmm. I think it depends. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? No, I think he might start. I think you know gonna... why? Because I, I just see Brad giving Jalen the same tough love that we saw last year. Remember, Jalen sometimes was he was getting DMPs, and then another night he would play, you know, 11, 12 minutes, and then another night he was starting. I mean, yeah. he he has he keeps a short leash on him, and he'll do the same thing with Jason Tatum. But I think we in can the backcourt. We can. I think it's safe to say that. Marcus Smart could at least start the season as, as a starter. There's, I think we have to look at it a lot deeper to see where what this rotation is, though, right? Because mm-hmm. it's deep. It's like, well, is Jalen Brown even a shooting guard? I mean, the guy can yeah, ma- he can make I mean, outside shots, but I don't know if he's a shooter. I mean, so it you depend, can, it depends you who could, they play against. When yeah, they, when it yeah. was Cleveland, he was a starter. Yep. Uh, I don't know other other teams with you know, but I, taller I, lineups like Milwaukee. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, you could like, even right. you could even slide so, if you Milwaukee, wanted man, to. The backcourt is like. Six five and six six. <laughs> if you wanted to, you could side Hayward at the two too. I mean, if you wanted to go, that's what I thought it would. Uh, yeah, would have been. when they that got crossed rid- my when, mind too. When Avery Bradley got traded, I was like, oh, okay. So and and Jake Crowder was still on the team, obviously right. with our that, whole that could work, right? So yeah. we, th- I thought, oh, so it'd be Hayward at the two and Jake Crowder at the three. Like, forget any other option and for mm-hmm. starting starting wise, right? Yeah. Too bad, too bad. Too and bad. we're so gonna we're gonna so have can't to talk to you know ask Jay Crowder the question that we all wanted him to ask. Well, I know, I thought about that. <laughs> That's true. Remember a couple episodes ago we oh, were talking about like we would the Hayward question. You were daring, you're daring oh, to like yeah. ask him like so. How does it feel? Well, Sean, yeah. Sean wanted me to bring up the fact that, that Hayward's white. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that, dude. You know, because he's white. Oh, by the way, I almost asked him a big long question, and then it's like, oh, and by the way, he's white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We got the week. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see, like 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 Joel said, you know. Every team is different, and, and, yeah, and seeing the combination is going to work best. Oh, when Haywood like missed like the final shot, and then they, they talked to Jay. So you know, Jay, what do you think? <laughs> this is the guy that replaced you with, huh? <laughs> you see that shot? Mm. How do you feel? He's fine. <laughs> All right, Joel. What do we miss? Let's get into it. In case you missed it. All right. In case you missed it, uh, we talked a little bit about it um, earlier in the episode about Isaiah Thomas possibly being out until the All Star break for the Cavs with his hip injury. A uh, recent report says that Thomas could be sidelined until, you know, maybe late January to mid-February, according to The Athletic. And I quote, uh, no one is willing to put a timeline on when Thomas will return to the court. The fact that he hasn't, the fact that he isn't running yet is not a good sign. End quote. He isn't running yet? He's not no. running yet. What? Right? No. He's not running. Like, I remember, oh, I remember before the trade, literally like. <laughs> it's a, like a dude from Family Guy. Yeah. What? <laughs> was that Family Guy or Simpson? I forget which I don't one. know what you're talking about. Simpsons. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's what? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever something happens, he just pops out of nowhere. What? <laughs> uh. Before the literally before the trade took place, the initial trade, right? Not that bullshit back and forth between the the Cavs and the Celtics. He was, I think, I saw on Instagram, and he was uh, like 
strengthening his legs. He was like doing, he was lifting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was like the slow grind or whatever. And my, I, I remember my initial thought was like, how about you get on a fucking treadmill? Like, I want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> so, I, so we can, you know, we, we can feel better about like you coming back. Because right. do you remember before that, like the, pretty much for the chunk of the summer, it's like, Oh no, he'll be back in time for training camp. Well, even yeah. days before the trade, yeah, remember he'll be that? Back in time, you know, he'll be he'll be back in time for training camp. Well, well another thing training that came, camp, camp, but training camp. another thing that came up too, if you remember, like days before the trade, they were talking about how like he needed an MRI on his back. Like, yeah. what happened to that talk? Yeah, I don't understand oh, how oh, that's or like or like oh that hasn't been brought up. He's scheduled for another specialist, you know, appointment right. that never happened or it did, and and they probably didn't like the results. They're like, yeah, we can't talk about this. And, and then, like, exactly, and then yeah. and then two days later, yeah. boom, yeah. traded. Like right? I remember when I remember when Ducha brought it up, probably right after the draft. Like, oh, what if he's not ready in time? And I, I was like, what, the, what do you mean? Like, be ready in time? Because well, like, the it was so much. There was so yeah. much time between the Eastern Conference Finals and the start of training camp that that, that should have been like Figured a priority. Out. Because Figured yeah. out. The thing was, is he was like, "Do I get the surgery to fix it and miss until the All Star break? Or yes, exactly. Or but do the, I just rehab it and then I should be uh, maybe yeah. I'll miss a, a month or so and yeah. then be back ready for the when season. he when he was told or or he pretty much said that no surgery won't be needed." I'll be back in time for the mm-hmm. training camp. I think Sean just hit, hit hit it on the head. If he has surgery, like this trade doesn't happen. This trade doesn't happen. No, no chance. That's yeah, true. This no trade chance. doesn't happen. But I don't know. This is this, this is what you happen. get with a five nine point guard though. Like that has the ball and goes to the hoop. And mind he gets you, his ass whooped. Yeah. Right? And mind like, you, look at Iverson's career too. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Iverson was one of the best talents in the NBA, mm-hmm. but his career was so like from ninety six to. Let's say, let's give him, what, maybe 10 years yeah. where he was actually well, he put, able to play? He put in that one good year in Denver, right? Couple, like, a, like, a, that, like, a, that's like, when, like two seasons, two he, seasons and a half. That, that's when he, he put up like 24 and, and, and Melo put up like 26. But, they, but he was already 33, 34. See, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, exactly. That's why I always yeah. used him as an example when he came to Isaiah. I'm like, okay, well, let's see the Celtics, you know, obviously it's months ago. Let's see the Celtics sign him for three more years, right around 31. You're going to see a significant yeah. drop-off, just like we yeah. saw with AI. Yeah, my whole thing was that. Like if the Celtics AI could, went to it, about 32, 33. It, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, if the Celtics could, could sign him for three years, then like, you know, when he gets to the beginning of the 30s, then, then they're going to sign it, whatever. Yeah, and but I'm, you but I may be wrong about this, though, but I'm pretty sure that Isaiah probably went to the free throw line way more than, I, than AI did. Though, yeah. Right? I mean, he, he almost led oh, the league maybe, last maybe season. Maybe this past season. Yeah, I mean, yeah he, he almost led the yeah. league in free throw, free throw attempts. Yeah. And mind you, IT got injured back in March. That's true. And I remember when when he was out for like three games when they went on that West Coast trip when mm-hmm. they they lost they lost to Phoenix. Right. They that was the dead. game we were. I remember making fun of it because Avery oh, no, right. Anthony at, Towns fell on him. Right? Yeah. That was well, the game. that was when he got hurt. Well, that, that was when he got hurt. That was in March. That was I'm in talking, March. Yeah. I'm talking about after that when I think the report was he injured his ankle or something yeah. like that. It was nothing to do with his hip. Mm-hmm. I remember writing it and I was like, and then when this came out in, in the Eastern, after the Eastern Conference Final, during the Eastern Conference Finals, I was like, wait, that injury in March had nothing to do with his hip. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what, they, that's what, that's the, what they, they, they told the media. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, he's, he's, he's talking about all these things that the Celtics never disclosed. Mm. And it's, I don't know. I just feel like it was, it was weird to me. I don't know. I think <laughs> if you're a Cleveland right now, if you're a Cleveland fan or you're just like, Shit, man. <laughs> Derrick Rose, baby. Derrick Rose, like Derrick Rose, and it's not like it's not like it's got term left on his deal either. You let it's Derek, this like, year, yeah. You let Derrick Rose this year. You let Derrick Rose with his one year try to try to try to play for another contract, and then when it you know finally does return, be you know that bench just got a little bit stronger. I mean, you replaced Kyrie Irving with probably the two most injury prone right now point guards in the NBA. With that. Yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, like you have you have you have a, a tape if, a duct tape together Derrick Rose if, and no, but, a, I, Isaiah Thomas with a hip that no it's like the mystery hip that yeah, but if, some people think it's fine yeah, no. and he's like well I might be out the whole year I don't know and he's coming yeah. off of a career year yeah. like one of the historically yeah. best scoring seasons yeah, if in I, Celtics history uh, Cleveland will be alright though Cleveland will be alright no, but if Isaiah is out for that long then yeah then I, I agree with the injury prone thing because screwed. he's I'm never just saying been like, yeah, yeah. the question marks I mean Derrick Rose right now could be perfectly healthy before he drinks his cup of coffee and trips over his dog and then breaks his friggin' arm on the on the floor or, because and then or, just or, doesn't show up for yeah, yeah it does, doesn't that. show it up disappears and no one knows what the fuck he's at I'm he just, just turns saying, his phone off I'm just saying you 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 traded one of the most consistent <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Y ball player. one of the most consistent yeah, is he coming or not it's like your Y that annoying Y ball teammate and who's that, like the best player but he yeah. just comes when he feels like and then like you're down fourteen to like two and then he walks, strolls in the gym. <laughs> Like I got it, guys. So, what's up, guys? <laughs> Yo, I thought the game was at six. My fault, guys. <laughs> it's like five thirty, bro. <laughs> five thirty. We said a hundred times. 
no, but <laughs> hurry up and stretch and get in here. <laughs> Cleveland going from one of the most consistent point guards and the most talented point guard in the NBA to a combo of Derrick Rose and Isaiah Thomas running the point where yeah, right but, now but in the grand scheme of things that's not too bad right now it's that's, not looking that it, good it could be a lot worse they went from no question marks to a lot of question marks those questions could be answered positively or Derrick Rose could tear his knee and his leg could fall off if Derrick <laughs> Rose's leg fell off in an NBA game I wouldn't be surprised but he's coming off the best season in what five years though right yeah. in Ooh. New York Derrick Rose, Rose yeah he played, he played over 60 games. You're he averaged, falling into this trap, too. He, huh? he played points. over 60 games. When's the last time he did that? Yeah. The MVP over season? 60 games. Well, it's, it's the Knicks, Sean. It's so obviously, Knicks. towards the end, they shut him down. Not, like, not, what's not the only point that, of playing? Not only that. How many times he was like, I just don't feel like playing today? <laughs> I know. Well, it would have been. <laughs> Seriously. The but, annoying wide ball player. Yeah, yeah exactly. The annoying wide ball teammate. Like, he, walked into the, he walked into Madison Square Garden and was just like. <sighs> not today. My elbow hurts, guys. Oh, all right. You know, let the, let the, let the trainer check it out, and uh, you know, you'll be a game time decision. Yeah. Not gonna play. DMP. I don't know. Tons of questions there. They got bamboozled, right? <laughs> Ain't that right? Not Joel? by Danny Age, though. Not by Danny Age. <laughs> no, by just being idiots. Just, you know, yeah. Uh, in case you missed it, the Los Angeles Lakers were fined five hundred thousand dollars for oh, violating yeah. the NBA's anti-tampering rule. You called this. After general manager Rob, this, this, this is a funny name. Palinka. Yeah. Rob <laughs> Palinka. Palinka. Rob Palinka was found to have uh, contact with Paul George's agent after the team had already been warned. Uh, the league said that Palinka's contact with George's agent constituted as prohibiting uh, expression of interest in the player while under contract. It was inappropriate. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, that was my next question. This how is many, bullshit. How many times has... Other, I have other teams and other nope. players ha- have done the same thing, but like they don't get punished for it. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying the opposite right. way. What's the opposite it's way? It's bullshit. Are you kidding me? If I'm an NBA GM that wants a free agent and knows he's under contract, the only thing that's holding me back is a $500,000 fine. That's oh, well, nothing. Well, I yeah. would do that every – I'll be like, if I want LeBron James, I'm going to go talk to him and really work okay. on him, get in line first – and I have to pay a fine of five hundred thousand. Oh, okay. They should be losing draft picks. Well, they should be freaking suspending people. They should be fired. That's ridiculous. Well, he's, probably that calling, was, he's probably calling up his colleagues. Like, so you want to go half on this? Yeah, I got you, man. Yo, so when yeah, when the initial like report came out that there were that the Lakers were under investigation when it, and it, when it came to like punishment, right, was up to like five million dollars in fines. It should be. You know, people are going to be suspended. Whoever was involved in terms of like general managers yep. or whatever the case, and and loss of draft picks. Lot, no, it wasn't loss of draft pick. That's it was it that's not the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but remember that time the NBA. No, 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 they, but no, but they weren't. They, they, they weren't going to be able to pursue Paul George if he became a free agent. Well, oh, the NBA can't let that happen now. If Paul George gets yeah. signed by yeah. the Lakers, right. then guess what? You're going to have to deal out five. Now you set yeah. precedent. Now you have to deal out five hundred thousand dollars all the time because people are just going to be like, it worked. They tampered. And it worked, and then they have they signed the guy they wanted, and they lost a half a million dollars in fines. That's nothing to an NBA franchise if think, they get the guy that's going to change their franchise. Yeah, but going back to what I what I what I was saying before about teams and players that have done this in the past, but because this time and then nothing's ever happened to them, right? Because this time around it was the Lakers. They were like, oh, it's the fucking Lakers. We're going to make an example of the Lakers, but this is a horrible way to make an example. Horrible of the way to make an example. If you're going to make an example, make a goddamn example. Make an examples that don't want, so everyone goes, shit. I we, can't we, do that. I don't want to do think that. twice. Or, well, remember, remember or, or, don't or, or keep our tampering. Yeah, keep yeah. our tampering under wraps. Yeah, don't call <laughs> or, nobody out if you're not going to do shit. Yeah, but remember no. what happened to Danny when he talked to uh, Kevin Durant's mother. Remember that before he came into the league? Yeah. No, that's that was fine, though, because he that was, was fine. A, he, it wasn't he tampering. Fined. But it wasn't, he wasn't signed. He wasn't. He was. A, he was a rookie, right? He was a, he no, coming he from was, college. Oh yeah, he was still in college, right? So, but they they hit him with the tampering. Fine. I don't know how much it was, but what yeah, about but that type of tampering is different because you can't. If it's a, you can't control like conversation. You yeah, can't, no, but you no, can, no, you can't you control can have, where you're going to draft the guy. Yeah, but you can have Durant tell his teams, "I don't want to play for you guys. I want to play for Boston." They're yeah, not going right, to draft him. The number one pick. And, about, and this is before we even could even fathom the Celtics slipping all the way down to fifth. Oh, what about Josh Jackson? Is that what you're just going to bring up? Josh Jackson got tampered with big yeah, time. That's what I was yeah. going to say. I mean, whatever, dude. Yeah. It's not... It's yeah. it, The college part is whatever. They told him... The NBA like, like, free they, agent part is fucked up. Phoenix told Josh Jackson, yo, they're not going to They're not gonna draft you. Don't even bother going to that, right. to that workout. Mm. They're not on a contract, no. though. They're not on a contract, which yeah. is the big deal. Yeah. If I have a guy, I'm paying a guy millions of dollars, 
and then you come out of nowhere and start trying to take him out of my. What about, oh, I see what you're saying. What about Pat Riley in Miami? How did, how do you think? How do you think they, that all those three douchebags got together? McGee, come on, yeah. Fuck out of here. I know, but still, like because, because it's Miami, it's a small market team, but they're like, oh, we can, we can fucking screw L.A. And I get it; it happens. Half a million like, dollar fine. Tampering happens all the time, but like that's messed up. That's messed up. Magic the fact Johnson that they pulled didn't that shit out of his pocket. Like here you go. <laughs> He's there like, I think I got it off. Right, hold on, hold on. Guys. <laughs> I anybody, got it on me. Anybody got changed for? Anybody got changed? Anybody cash. got changed for a mil? And, I know, right? Anybody got changed for a million? Anybody got two know. two half mils for a mil? He like Magic Johnson has million dollar bills because yeah. it's the best way to just bring it around, man. I'm making like, million dollar deals every people day. People are like, where did you get that? It's like, hey, you have to be in a special club. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think I agree with you on on that. Like, it's bullshit, but overall. The whole tampering issue is bullshit. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't try to enforce tampering if you're not going to actually enforce it. It's stupid. All right. Uh, in case you missed it, <laughs> you remember a couple episodes ago how we were shitting on ESPN and their stupid RPM of wins for each team in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, I was going to talk about it on... Actually, I actually did talk about it on the loss episode, but it was before the Kyrie Irving trade of how like all of ESPN's analysts got together and throughout predictions or, pro, or or projected wins for each team and that the Celtics went from 49 in the stupid uh, RPM to mm-hmm. 54. But now after the trade, uh, Vegas has come out with their their over-under. Mm-hmm. Celtics are still going to have the number one seed in the in the East, according to, to, according to this. I agree. And they have them at 56.5 wins mm. versus Cleveland's 53.5. What do you guys think about that? Um, if I'm betting, <laughs> I'm taking the under. Okay. I'm just because same. It's a high number. I just think it's weird, or I just think it's funny that with Kyrie Irving, it's only like a two win, or not even like a, a win and a half difference from when from when Isaiah was on the, on the yeah. squad or the roster that Isaiah was gonna, was going to be on when it came to the Celtics wins in Vegas versus the analysts over there at the yeah, Four Letter Network. Real quick for the uh, for the Warriors, sixty-seven point five. What? <laughs> And you what? know, and the, and the number and the and the second and, the, and coming in behind them, the Rockets were fifty five point five. So that's like twelve and a half wins more than anybody else. It's a lot of wins. It's a lot of wins. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe they could get there. They could get there. I don't. At this point, though, they already did the seventy three win thing. So yeah. I think you know, it's a lot of wins. You're gonna have you're gonna have a situation where I'm yeah. not saying that I'm not saying that Kevin Durant's gonna get injured, but it's gonna be. They, there's going to be games that he doesn't play. I think they realize that they are they. The best thing for them that happened to them last year was they KD don't need being out for twenty games. Yeah, they don't need the number one seed. Yeah, to win to get back to the finals, you saw the way they blew through the whole conference last year. Yeah, they have the opportunity to rest because now, if you really think about it, Steph Curry has played probably more games than anybody, right? Him and him and LeBron or those three, yeah. Draymond, Clay, and Steph, they've played what is it now four. No, three, three, three straight. Three straight? Three straight years of deep into June. All the way yeah. to the – that yeah. takes a lot out of you. Yeah. That's why a lot of teams don't four-peat, right, or yeah. get to the finals four times in a row. Right. There's Plus, always some type of – the injury bug catches up to you. So if well, they're Ky- if if they smart, they're resting this Ky- year. Kyrie as well. Kyrie is, Kyrie as well. But Kyrie as well. And he played USA Basketball after the year they won it. That's true. That's true. But Kyrie also – Got it. Got his injury, I think, already. When yeah, he, he, sat, he sat out the first finals. Yeah, yeah out right. of those three. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Still, same thing, right? Still a lot. Of, still a lot. Of, still a lot of miles. A lot of miles, and it's. I think it's a lot different in the Western Conference than the Eastern yeah. Conference, where teams are ready. They're ready to pounce like the first sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're geared up. I mean, the Western Conference is stacked. <laughs> yeah, it's stacked. If there's any slip up from Steph, Draymond, or Clay or Kevin Durant, who's been injury prone pretty much his entire career, missing a game mm-hmm. here, a game there, ten games here. Well, they're vulnerable, but they're if you're a betting man, you take the under any day on that win total, any yeah. day because they're gonna rest. They don't need the number one seed. They found that out last year. Yeah, well, you're gonna see them rest a lot in the fourth quarter, anyways. That's what we've been seeing the last two years. You know, when yeah, they're being up on but the I mean, Orlando Magic or yeah, whoever. But that's, that's what, the bottom. Of the I think you're gonna see more conference. of like, oh, it's the Orlando Magic. We're sitting Steph this game. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, like he's the doc just route. not gonna play because like what doc used to do sometimes. Yeah, because dude, they dominated with the number one seed last year. Dominated. Mm-hmm. They can do. They didn't have a single challenger. Like they can win again. They can get back to the finals with the, being the number three seed if they need to. Yeah, but sometimes I don't know. I feel like Steve Kerr sort of doesn't really like 
care that much about that kind of stuff, which he should. Steve you know? Kerr is He's like, oh, no, these guys. And that's, I know, right? <laughs> Steve Kerr has, has missed how many games? Steve Kerr has. has <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he, he's like, these guys are in their 20s. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. It's all good. It's fine. I mean, if anything, you should have learned what happened when they broke the, the Chicago Bulls regular season record because look what happened. I mean. And he missed half that season in one coach of the year. What the fuck? What's up with that? What is up with that? Yeah. What, what up with that? that? <laughs> the fuck? Ooh, we. What up with that? Never seen that. SNL? SNL skit with Keenan? Nope. Oh, I'm just not clicking with Sean today. No. Mm-hmm. All what? <laughs> <laughs> well, in case you missed it, fellas, I got an update on uh, our boy Zebo and his uh, oh and his arrest. See, he um, meeting up with Denzel out there? <laughs> <laughs> Little training day this action? This is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Initially, when he got arrested, he was... He was charged with a felony, you know, intent to sell because mm-hmm. he had two pounds of weed on him. Yep. Now they're saying that he's only been, he's only going to be charged with the possession, like it's a mis- which, which is a misdemeanor, not a felony. Do you think Lawyer they? Fees. Do you think they like? He he was like, this is my bag of weed, and they like, you know what? You're right. Smoke it all then. He's just like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> do you guys have any rolling papers? <laughs> Or a bong, either one. It's, either it's, one works. It's like it's like when your mom catches you with like beer for the first time. It's like, drink it all right in front of me. I'm gonna watch you get drunk. <laughs> cool, huh? No, finish it, finish it. The cops at him, and then he, but then he probably was like fine after smoking two pounds of weed. He's just like, yeah, do this. This is like my, my daily routine. It's a big dude. It yeah, probably takes right. a lot to get him you're fucking right. stoned. Well, anyways, other than the felony becoming a misdemeanor now, right? That means if if convicted, I guess the NBA. Wouldn't ban him. Good. He'd be suspended, probably. Good fine. news to the Sacramento Kings, then, huh? You know. Oh, and he also got and he also got uh, charged with the resisting arrest. You know, because mm. he ran away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. Ran from the scene. I still think that's so funny. Uh, like, dude, you're Zach Randolph, bro. Like, you can run away all you want, but everyone's gonna fucking spot you <laughs> and say, "Yeah, that was Zach Randolph." Yeah, like, that, no that, one's gonna say, "No, yeah. I don't know who that guy is." I think Randolph, six foot eight dude over there. Yeah, Randolph. Randolph has pounds. Randolph has like fucking like Proctor as his lawyer. Changing up the charge, Proctor. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, dude, R.I.P. Right now. Yeah, yeah, you're freaking. You're like 35. Like, what did they say that there's a big rich town? It's like, what are you, 18, man? Are you running from the cops? <laughs> and, like, and like, no oh, one's gonna, no one gonna recognize it's you. The cops. The cops. <laughs> oh shit! Yo, watch out! Watch out! <laughs> so yeah, so from power to super bad, real quick, real quick. This, in case you missed it, is brought to you by CNS Mobile app. Make sure you download that bad boy to your iPhone or your Android. CLNS, the online leader in sports coverage. You can also listen to the Cosmic Street Podcast on there. CLNS. Check it out. Check that shit out. And that is it for... In case you missed it. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you hit up our website, CosmicStreetBlog.com, for all your Celtics offseason moves and rumors and... Uh, opinions and all that good stuff. As, yeah, yeah, a uh, lot training of camp is right around the corner. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff from uh, obviously the press conference, uh, training camps around the corner, and media days around the corner. So that's always a fun time. A lot of quotes, a lot of uh, articles, a lot of content. So you're going to check that out, of course, at causestreetblog.com. Oh, and check out our our, our, our last episode <sighs> if you haven't heard it. Yeah. Because it was some good stuff. It is, it is a funny It's some good stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Zach, Zach, Zach was on point with a lot of. I know. Said, How yeah. crazy was that? Yeah. It's like literally yeah. like. Less than forty hours before the before the actual initial trade of Isaiah yeah, it really for Kyrie sucks. Irving. You would have thought that episode yeah. was recorded like the same day yeah. as the trade the way <laughs> right. we're talking about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, so intuition. We just know what we're doing over here. That's yeah, we're about. fucking right yeah. all the time, man. And if you want to see more of our intuition, hit us up on uh, all social media platforms, the Twitter, especially Twitter. Yes, Anna. of course. So, media day should be interesting this year. Hell yeah! Get a drop from Aaron Baines, man. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you know what? If you're feeling, feeling really froggy and you want to make a good leap, talk to Kyrie, man. Get that, you know, new in town. Hey, you want to yeah, you you let's, let's get off the role playing center. Yeah, let's you want to you talk to a, one of the best podcasts wait a in minute, Boston? Wait a minute. You know, uh, you guys do remember that. Drop. I did get Terry Rozier because I knew he was going to be around for at least four years, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a good one. I, so, like, I love that one. So if I would have got anybody else, they're, they're all gone. So Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Let's get Marcus. Smart. I guess I could have got Smart. Outside of Bill Walton. We get that. The Terry Rozier is our best drop. Shout out to Stu, Kenny. I'm still mad at him for not going for our draft. Kenny had a Kenny had a shout out on Twitter. It was over the phone though. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Kenny had a good shout out for Kyrie. He's Leon Poe, you guys are hating on Leon Poe. 
No, Leon's good. Celtics legend. He's not even Leon there anymore, Paul. right? No, he is. He <laughs> you is. took him out. Is he still in the job? No, he's still in the job. That's fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, Leon. It's always I, good. We'll have to update that. <laughs> Causeway Street Podcast. Oh, I know. I love, how, I love how you said that. I'm like, yo, how do you know that we're not just like making fun of you all the time? Yeah, all right. It's always good. It's, it's always, always good. good. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm like, the first <laughs> time I heard it. Leon Pope. Yeah, the first time I heard it, I was like, this is, this is Perkins? Like, little little is does he know. <laughs> That we use that as a drop. I mean, what else? What what other? No one else uses Leon Poe as a drop. Well, it's like, <laughs> like it's, it's like it's like Bill Walton too. When bigging us up, like he's never listened to our podcast. Come in and listen to the truth, Boston. You're my life, Boston. <laughs> I owe you my life. I fucking love you. All right, let's get out of here. Because, All right, because of you guys, I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. All right, later. Until next time. <laughs>